Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Settle Interference. I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us tonight, special guest, Erica. Yo. Thanks for being here in your own home. Thank you for having me. Yes. Yes, thank you. So, Alex, what do you want to talk about today? Well, since we just finished watching it, and you enjoyed it so much, Bob, why don't we start with AEW Double or Nothing? Bob, why don't you give us your thoughts? Uh, I really liked um, the Young Bucks and... uh, Lucha Bros. Lucha Bros. Um, But, you know, I'm... Bob's actually seen all of them live. I have. Uh... Well, I, you know, I just, I like the energy of tag team wrestling. You know, you don't get as many rest holds and it just kind of keeps going. Um, it's, and so it holds my, atten- my sh- very short attention span a lot better. Um, uh, and it was fun. You know, they put, I thought they put on a really good show. Uh, outside of that, um, I slept through the first half of the show. Well, no, you just slept through the, the I think you slept through the pre-show, didn't you? Or no? Was he, he was sleeping that? for longer than that. Oh, okay. I thought you just missed most of the Battle Royale. No, I fell. <laughs> and not out of boredom. I was just exhausted. Uh, so I missed a good chunk of the show. See, Bob, when you stay up late playing video games, then you have to sleep in late. I slept until 10. Okay. Almost 11. All right. So All right. Should, I, be, should be good then. But then I got up and did yard work for... You know, four hours until you got here. Four hours? What the hell were you doing? It definitely wasn't four hours. Okay, so it was like two and a half. But what were you doing for two and a half hours? Well, I had to... What did I, what did I do today? Oh, I trimmed? Because there's no way cutting your grass takes more than half an hour. You edged. I you, edged. Uh, you cut the lawn, but you did it. You bagged it. Yeah, and bagging always takes longer because you got to stop and bag... Um, and the the grass was wet today, so um, I had to bag up more than usual. Oh, so. you can't cut the grass when it's wet. Come it wasn't. On, Bob. It, was, it wasn't. It wasn't really wet. It like it hadn't like it wasn't. It was just a little damp. It wasn't like. Soaked. And it was getting pretty high. So. Yeah. Oh, you got the order. No, I didn't no. say anything. She never harvested me about the lawn. I'm He's the usually maniac. Pretty on top of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Actually, I had cut it yesterday, f- the first adjustment down, and then it just needed to go down one more level to today. You cut it twice. Yes. Because you shouldn't cut too much at any given t- in any given cut. Welcome to Yard Talk. I just I just want to make sure Alex is aware of my obsessive compulsiveness when it comes to the lawn. Okay. How's the patio going? The patio's fine. <laughs> Thanks for asking. You're welcome. Erica, what did you think of Double or Nothing? I enjoyed it. I thought it was a really fun show. Do you have any highlights? Um, I think my favorite match, even though it was a little hard for me to watch because my stomach is a little, uh, yeah, these days, uh, the Cody v. Dustin match I thought was excellent. That was definitely the best thing on the show. Um, and then I also really liked the uh, uh, the Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, uh, the women's matches I thought were solid. 
I like the Josie, the Joshi, excuse me, uh, six woman mm-hmm. uh, tag a little the, better the, than the Fatal Four Way. Yes, but. the uh, Japanese three three versus three match was definitely the better of the two. I'm a big trios fan. I love trios wrestling, but uh, uh, the fact that they brought a bunch of Joshis over and just like let them go well, they, was also awesome. They had um. I think her name is Hikaru Shida. They had her win in the end. And because she's the one that's actually under contract. I don't think the, any of the other. Well, maybe Aja Kong is under contract, too. I'm not sure. But I don't know if the rest of them are under contract. So, of course, she won. Right. But she was arguably, like, maybe one of the least impressive of all of them. Like, I don't know. I don't know their names. I don't know most of these women. But... They were just flying all over the place. And they looked so crisp and professional. And it was a lot of fun. They really blew it out of the water. That was maybe like the third best match on the whole show. Like that was a really good match. Well, what was your uh, best match on the show? Oh, it was definitely Dustin versus Cody. Hey, have they gotten him enough blood yet? Since last Dude. night, I hope so. <laughs> that guy was bleeding. I don't know if I've ever seen that much blood in a match. I like. I have a pretty strong stomach, and I was starting to get a little queasy. It didn't make me queasy, eh. but I don't know if I've seen that much. You know, like Ric Flair always loves to fucking bleed. When and... they showed it where it was literally like gobbing off of his face that I was getting a little... Every time Cody touched him, Cody would walk away with like a new smear of blood. Cody's going to have to re-dye the hair, man. The hair the hair job is like fucked up now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that match was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, Did you enjoy uh, Cody becoming the throne breaker? That was really stupid. That was pretty corny. I mean, I'm here for like, like throw some shots. I was also here for his uh, uh, George Washington cosplay. But... Um, yeah, that was a little cheesy. A little over the top. Yeah. And I mean, fine, whatever. I mean, I'm kind of like, I'm okay with it because it's like one of the problems I have with WWE is that they take things too seriously and okay, go a little over the top, be ridiculous. Well, I don't have any problem with ridiculous, hence my love of his uh, George Washington cosplay. But. And I mean, do whatever you want to do. I really don't care. Uh, this is like nothing compared to what they used to do during the Attitude Era when WCW was still around. So mm-hmm. I know some people have been like, I can't believe they're throwing shots. And it's like, no, that's like a thing. That's mm-hmm. that's what's going to happen. So just get used to that. That's that's right. going to be par for the course. Um, I thought the other like highlight of the show was actually having commentary that added to the matches instead of actively detracted. Yeah, I thought overall Jim Jim Ross and Excalibur killed it. I mean, I the other guy was kind of yeah. Um, I'm drawing a blank right he, now. I, I didn't feel like he, he was he was struggling. I didn't feel like he was detrimental, but he didn't add anything. But. I think this is only one of his first times doing announcing. Well, then right, it takes so you some time. I think they're trying to kind of. You ease know, him in. Ease him in. Mm-hmm. Learn from two guys who are really good. Because obviously Jim Ross can't do this forever. No. But Excalibur is outstanding. Yeah. Uh, he's a really, really good play-by-play guy. Um, and it's... I thought, I thought Allie was solid in the little bit she was there for the first women's match. Yeah, I thought so too. She added to it. Well, and that's the our whole thing. We've talked about this before. The commentary should actively add. It shouldn't detract from the match. And in WWE, it actively detracts. Yes. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. There's no way you could see it any other way. It doesn't... 
yeah, it does nothing for the wrestling that you're watching. It doesn't do anything to elevate anyone that's in the ring. It's absolute garbage. So, and I'm actually really stoked for what I saw, and I'm very interested in, you know, whenever the uh, weekly show starts. Okay, so, you know, after Chris Jericho beats Kenny Omega, he's now Which was surprising. One, of, one of the number one contenders for the AEW World Championship. Was it surprising, though, to get the win back on Kenny? I mean, I guess when you look at it that way, maybe not. And everybody else in the And group. also, once Hangman won, who's a babyface, were you going to do babyface versus babyface for your first for world first title time, match? right. Well, and everybody else, the Young Bucks, Hangman Page, they all won their matches. So, yeah. What so you group have the one guy, have someone lose? loses, and now you've got the Kenny Omega versus the debuting John Moxley, formerly known as Dean Ambrose, who was mega over. Like he had to like have kept that way under his hat, right? <sighs> you think you think he just didn't even tell Renee? Like he just, she's just sitting there watching the show. It's like, wait a second. You, you said you were going to visit your friend. You fuck. <laughs> no, he told me. No, I know. Um, but wouldn't that be great? It'd be kind of funny. Um, it's like those Michelin reviewers. Like they straight up lie like to their families. Secret, right? You've um, been going to delicious dinners this whole time? If, could, could you imagine if you found out I was a Michelin reviewer? You'd be dead. You'd be feeding my garden. <laughs> what happened to Bob? Mm. I, I'm going to Alinea. He's gone. Is that a bone sticking out of your lawn? Nope. No, no, no. It's not. It's an odd-shaped rock. But if you think about, you know, because the the little conversation we were having on the couch watching was, you know, would WWE if did WWE truly understand what he his intentions were, and would they have given him the same exit if um, they thought that if they knew well um, because his contract was just over right he just wasn't right. resigning. he just wouldn't resign. so he didn't ask for a release necessarily nope. right because if you're asking for a release nowadays they're like no go it. fuck yourself right nope contract just came up at a very opportune time mm-hmm. well i think i think for wwe it makes sense because you you want now you have competition so retaining your talent is is going to take more effort so if you don't, if you don't, if you treat people like shit on the way out, that says, that sends a message to everyone else in the organization that if you leave for AEW um, or anyone else, really, that this is, you know, you're going to be treated like shit and it's going to, you know, be more, more motivation to leave. Point of order, though. Aren't they all kind of treated like shit anyway? I mean, I would agree with that assessment, but. I mean, I could see, especially for, you know, someone who's a top guy in the company, um, you know, you you want to you want to come off as like, oh, we care about you. And I will say, though, I think for the top people in the company, they do genuinely care and they do try to like do right by those people because they don't want them to leave. Right. But would you consider Dean Ambrose a top guy? Mm, maybe like lower top guy. Because if you if you like. You know, if you start looking at the roster and thinking about the list of like who are the top baby faces, Dean's right there, and that's just because no matter how bad they've hurt him over time with shitty storylines, it's not like there's really anybody else. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Like, okay, if we're doing like top baby faces in WWE right now, who? I mean, who? Really, Seth, the only name that jumps to mind is Seth. Seth, but, Roman, right. AJ. Who else? Crickets. Kofi. Kofi, yeah, Kofi. Um, Kofi playing the long game. I'm sure if I started looking at the roster, I could think of other people. Right. But you're not also many. not actively watching week to week, are you? Or no, you just I, do have your them, highlights, but I haven't right? watched them. But I yeah. just, I, you know, I just like tend to like fast forward over them and everything. I just read the uh, the write ups of what happened because it's it's so intolerable. Bad. Well, and with with how bad WWE's ratings are right now, um. Depending on how AEW does when they debut on, debut on TNT, they could have a real problem. It already mm-hmm. seems like they have a real problem, but we still haven't seen those TV ratings yet. Well, what I think what I think is interesting, and that was, and it was doing uh, throughout the course of the show, is was trolling around the internets and uh, just taking a look at some things that you know there are some. There, there are some, you know, si- signs that AEW is just overhyped and that, you know, that it's a long game and we'll see what happens. But I think something interesting in 2019, you know, in the world we live in today is momentum is everything. And if you've got, if you've got really solid momentum, you can catch up very, very quickly um, with other major players. Um, especially in a market where there is no other competition, really. Well, and especially when the other top player isn't doing well. It's not like when TNT or TNA was getting going and getting a little bit of traction and everything, and they were doing about a million-ish viewers every week. WWE was still doing 5 million viewers at that time, so they were nowhere close. If AEW starts and they do a million viewers week one, that's half of WWE's audience. Well, and we don't know what day they're going to debut. I don't know if they're going to be ballsy. Right. And I think it's the feeling is it's going to be Tuesday or Wednesday. Right, because SmackDown's ultimately going to jump back to SmackDown's Friday. SmackDown's right? going to Friday when yeah. it goes to Fox. So, I mean, I, I would think... Yeah, personally, I think it would be stupid to go head-to-head. Just do your own thing. No, they're not, I don't think they're going to go head-to-head. Right, do your own thing and just see how it goes. But they even said it a bunch of times in the commentary. They're like, yeah, we're trying to bring people back, you know, because yeah. it's mm-hmm. like you've just, a lot of people have just been like, fuck this. This is garbage. Well, and there's, you know, there's rightful. We've talked about this kind of ad nauseum. WWE has largely ignored their core audience. Oh, they don't give a shit. And, right. you know, of the wrestling fan, you know, the person who actually enjoys the ridiculousness of it. Who, who doesn't care that it's scripted, who wants to see wrestling. Who isn't embarrassed by it. Right. And that's a sizable audience. It's, not, it's never going to be the giant audience that WWE would like it to be. It's, it never will be. But that's not to say it can't be a good-sized audience. Oh. I think that there's enough interest out there that if you had a company that was kind of rolling on all cylinders... Like, I'm not going to say that you would ever do the numbers that they, they used to do in the Attitude Era, like in the, the late 90s, early aughts. But I do think that you could do pretty well because there are a lot of people out there who enjoy wrestling and want to enjoy wrestling. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I can't take this anymore. Mm-hmm. One, I don't have 
How many hours to sit down and watch this programming? Three hours on a Monday night is exhausting. Especially when it just keeps, like, slapping you in the face with how actively terrible it is. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thing. When you watch WWE a lot of the time, even when they have good shows, they're still, like, probably half the show is shit that you're embarrassed of. And when someone doesn't understand wrestling or they're watching wrestling for the first time, maybe, and you have to start explaining, like, what is the in wrestling reason that this somehow makes sense? You just feel like a stupid idiot. Well, because their internal logic doesn't even make sense half the time. Right. And so when I watch like this double or nothing show or I watch all in, I'm not really embarrassed about anything on either of those shows. Like I could watch, I could show someone the show and it would be, I don't think there would be anything where I would be like, this is horrible other than having to explain the Dick Druids thing on all in. That would be like, you could definitely see a lot of people just like thinking this is the dumbest bullshit ever watching that. Like, let me tell you a tale of Joey Ryan. <laughs> right. If you if you understand Joey Ryan, it's hilarious. But in terms of a, you know, mainstream audience, that's definitely not something you would want to go to very often. Like the Dick Druids thing, that's a once every 10 years thing. Oh, right, right, right. And you have to earn that. You know, I mean, it's something you have to build too. Yeah. But, no, I think that, and I know that they've been, like, maybe overhyping it a bit, but I'm kind of here for that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, be excited about your own product and make the people who you're trying to get back excited. And be like, oh, maybe I'll pop my head in and see how, you know, this is. Entice people to come back. Actually give me a reason to come back every week mm-hmm. and watch your product. And they've got, they've got a, you know, it's definitely going to be a challenge ahead of them. I mean, to, to date, they've put on two pay-per-views, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So they put on two pay-per-views. Both have been, you know, good shows. Not the best shows, but f- you know, well and above most of the junk WWE puts on. For for two shows that are launching a brand new product, they were I would say very successful. Yeah. Well, and you got people interested, you got them excited. Now now is going to come the hard part of keeping it go keeping right. that momentum it's, going and it's one thing to have a sh- big show every three four months whatever it's another thing to write weekly tv yeah right no for sure now they have been doing weekly being the elites for a very long time but once again that's different yes. than a two-hour television show correct but i think that i, I don't know i feel like there's enough collective experience that we should be okay. And there's yeah. some older dudes there too with some good experience that I, I'm optimistic. Mm-hmm. And I'll say what I said on Twitter and somebody got all like weird about it. It's competition and competition is a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. And if it makes and, WWE and would... like up the game a little bit, that's definitely not a bad thing. What, what what bothers me is I saw some comments online that oh well this is only good because it'll force WWE to be better, and it's like well, I mean that's that's a byproduct of competition, but it can be good for its own right, like right. as its own product. There's no re like if you don't think that AEW can be at the same level as WWE, you're thinking small. And you're and you're allowed to like a lot of things. You don't have to. 
this is the problem with a lot of people. There are some people who are just WWE fans and they won't give anything else a chance. It's the tribe mentality. This is my tribe. Yeah. And you can like everything. You could like WWE. You could like New Japan. You can like AEW, ROH, AAA, CMLL, Dragon Gate, whatever. You know, you can like all these things if Kaiju you want Attack to. Kaiju Attack Wrestling. Yeah. Shikara, Shikara AAW. You, you can like, like anything you Shikara want. Shikara is delightful. Freelance um, wrestling, AIW. There's a whole bunch. Like, yeah. look in your area. You have indie wrestling in your area, and you should go watch it because those guys are killing themselves for fucking peanuts. So, you know, and that's the thing. That's the that's the hope I have that AEW starts up on TNT, hopefully does some really good ratings, and then now there's heavy pressure on WWE because there's certainly pressure on WWE now, and you see that through the fact that they're – offering a lot of people way more money than they used to Mm -hmm. you know so clearly they don't want people to leave they see AEW as legitimate competition Mm -hmm. but they still haven't seen tv ratings we don't know what the pay-per-view numbers for all in were we don't know what the pay-per-view numbers for double or nothing were so you know but if they show up on tnt and they do some crazy rating I mean, it's going to be fucking all hands on deck at WWE. And good, because they've been sleepwalking for many, yeah, many, many years. Yeah, it's been terrible for so long, and I still don't really believe it's going to get better until Vince just quits or dies or something. I've heard the hope is that when the XFL happens next year, he'll be kind of pulled away to take care of that. I really don't think that's going to happen. I think uh, Oliver Luck's going to be running that league. I don't know. I'm sure Vince is going to have his input. It's a shitload of his money. But in the end, uh, I mean, you know. Well, we'll then when is that going to be airing? Is that like off-season? Yes, off-season for the NFL. Okay. I just... The thing with the XFL, to go on to that for a moment, is I have watched plenty of NFL preseason games. Okay? NFL preseason games are fucking terrible. Like, when you start watching a bunch of third stringers play against each other, it's, not great. it's complete clown show garbage across the board. Like, maybe you see that one guy who you're like, oh, maybe that guy has There's some, some potential there, right? But everyone else just looks like they have no idea what football is, and they're just kind of <laughs> doing stuff. Wait, what? And what are we that's going to be the level of player that's going to be in the XFL. Yeah. Well, and... He- you know who's a coach? Actually, probably worse than that. Isn't it Tressman? Alex, I yes. saw that, and I had I, I would just think about it days later. I had a little chuckle to myself. Just well, like, oh, I'm glad you found a job, baby. That was some of the best fucking radio was after the, the Bears losses with Tressman. Oh. And I don't even give a shit about football, but oh, my God, it what was What was tasty. his record with the Bears, like? Um, it wasn't great. Zero and clown show. <laughs> I don't know. But to grow the man. But grow the football. Be, oh, expand. There's a, a wealth of delightful quotes. Expanding on that, let's say, let's say AXFL can get enough decent players to put on a decent product, which they won't. You're moving into a period where parents are not letting their kids play football anymore. Youth football leagues are being shuttered because Mm -hmm. people don't want their kids getting concussions, and rightfully so. So your talent pool is rapidly dwindling. 
So even the NFL is going to struggle to keep enough high-quality players on their rosters in the coming decade. Like top-tier athletes. Right. Because most parents are going to push them to, to baseball. They'll push them to soccer. Um, you know, I've, I've always thought if I was a parent, the sport I would try to get my child into is baseball. Oh, yeah. Because your chances of dealing with a serious, long-term, lifelong type of injury are probably the least of any sport. I mean, yeah, you could be a pitcher and you could throw a ball and Destroy the ball could get... Arm, right? you no, know, I mean, like, you know, but that wouldn't be like a, you know... You that probably live your life. Yeah, that wouldn't affect your quality of life. What I'm right. saying is something could happen like a ball could get hit straight back at you and hit you in the head and concuss you, you know? But that's pretty unlikely. That doesn't happen a ton. Yeah, that doesn't happen that often. It could be an unfortunate people bird are getting, in front of Randy Johnson. People are getting concussed in football every game. Yeah. Oh, it happens you know. like it's just, it's not even the concussions. It's just the jostling when you're constantly yeah. on you get the those, line. You get all those, yeah. mini, those mini blows and they start to add It up. adds up over time and it just fucks you up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't let a... a Child of mine play football. Base, no. Baseball's like you stand in a field, you run around a little bit, you catch a ball, you throw it, you swing a bat. Like right. that's why guys do it that are fat, because it's not exactly like you need to have athleticism, obviously, right. but you don't need to be like a Greek it's, god. Baseball, baseball is all muscle memory, and you just need to hit the ball far so you don't have to run. Hand-eye coordination, yeah, talent. That was my yeah. uh, thing in softball. I'd hit the ball really far, and then I'd get to like second maybe <laughs> you know what i didn't know i was reading about this the other day softball the pitching motion is actually a much more natural motion the window like, yeah like just your regular softball pitch motion yeah that doesn't have like that doesn't put a lot of wear and tear on your arm no because you're just kind of whereas obviously it's more of a snap at the bottom where you really get that speed from yeah and obviously um everyone knows Throwing a baseball over your overhead is a completely unnatural well, and motion. If you're side arming it too, you're like, yeah, yeah, you just like destroy your elbow. Yes, but yeah, definitely push to baseball, push to soccer, lacrosse, um, lacrosse. Yeah. Okay, La- Richie. It's not that Richie. <laughs> I but, still say, I still say, the best job to have is a pro sports athlete if you assuming you're not going to be like michael jordan or something the best the next best job would be to be like the guy at the end of the nba bench <laughs> because like the tall guy like if you're seven two you could be terrible it doesn't matter no but you're just, you're you're just gonna you're be fine. on a bench forever you'll play like two minutes a game you'll stand there and hold your arms up Oh, the ball bounced to me. I got a rebound. Oh, they tried to shoot it. I blocked it, you know, and (laughs) you just make millions of dollars. All you have to do is sit there for 82 games a year. It's great. I'd do that. This is a great job. (laughs) Like if you're if you're the guy who sucks at baseball, you could get relegated to the minors. Even if if, even if you're in the pros, like let's say for the sake of argument, you're always going to be in the pros no matter what. You have to sit there for a hundred and fifty fucking games every year. And they're long games. Yeah. Oh my god, they're endless. <laughs> baseball. Baseball is the worst TV sport by far. It's horrible. I don't mind TV. like having it on. We don't watch yeah. a lot anymore though. We don't have cables, so 
Yeah. I like having it on the radio and just kind of like fucking around in the backyard. Baseball or... on the radio is great. I, I I really do enjoy baseball on the radio. I was actually recommending that uh, a friend of mine the other day was asking if we had the PlayStation 4 View or uh, Slingbox or anything like that. Sure. Because they were trying to find a place they could watch. They want to cut their cord and they're trying to find a place to watch the sports and they want to watch the Cubs. And I was just like, just do the radio, man. Yeah. Well... There's places you can watch it. There are places, right? But I was like, just throw on, uh, throw on the score and just listen to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was always my preferred method. Yeah, until um, and, and this is getting down a tangent, so I'll make a quick comment, and then we tangent don't have to do anything City. until until you can get live sports um, for your local market streaming. Cable will live on. Yeah, that's definitely the last major holdout for the TV providers. Yeah. Somebody's got to come in and disrupt. They'll charge a fuck ton of money for it, and it'll actually be more expensive than if you just had cable. But, you know, whatever. Well, the problem is, see, if you're on, you know, Fox or NBC or ABC or something like that, if you're a sports uh, property, you have potential for growth because there are going to be a lot of people who just – turn the tv on and they start flipping through the guy and it's like oh football's on you know i'm i love football and sometimes it's sunday and i fucking forget football's on until you're in the guide and it's like oh oh yeah let me steelers and patriots throw something on i'll watch it why not well you know i used to be a pretty diehard dolphins fan um why was that bob why were you a dolphins fan you didn't live in florida no, I didn't. You uh, lived on the uh, Upper East Coast. Why were you a Dolphins No, fan? in fact, I hadn't even been to Miami until just like three years ago. Um, so why were you a Dolphins fan? Uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. There it is. Yeah. Um, but no, I used, to, I used to be a real diehard um, um, Dolphins fan. I knew all the players every year. I watched every game. I went to... Um, the Dolphins versus Jets, the Meadowlands every year. Didn't you get screamed at in one of those games? I had a fish thrown at me once. A fish? A fish. Um, How old were you when that happened? Uh, well, let's see. That was in 2001. So oh, so you were being unpatriotic by being a Dolphins fan. That was... At Jets Stadium. Uh, it's Giants Stadium. Oh, pardon me. Oh, now it's MetLife. But... Um, in actually, New York, right? In New York, yes. Yeah. Um, actually, that's the reason that that's the reason why I don't really get that into professional sports anymore. Because you had a fish thrown at you. Well, you know what it was. It was we're we're coming out of the game. You can you could literally still see the smoke rising out of Ground Zero, and these people are being so shitty. So to me, it was nothing is worth this aggravation. You know, so I still enjoy sports. I'll still watch, but I'm not dropping money on it. Like, did you see who threw the fish at you? No. Okay. So, if I had a fish you, thrown at me at a game, have I think you ever Alamo actually thought someone. of the possibility? Maybe they were just trying to be so friendly that they tossed you a good <laughs> fish to eat. <laughs> Maybe you've a been fish, looking a fish that they'd been holding with them a inside the fish. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. It was in a, it was in like a bin. It had been frozen. It had been well taken care oh, of. Oh, so and they, they humped like, a frozen fish. They were in like, your head. yeah. They were like, <laughs> no. This guy, he looks like he could use some fresh fish. <gasps> but yeah, so that's why I don't get into. Yeah, who were you with? Were I you was with, with your my, dad? No, I was with my mom. Oh, okay. Um, 
But you that's know, even more surprising. I would have thought your mom would have been like, "Oh, oh, and now you're gonna die." I think she was laughing at me. Anyways, Alamo would have strangled. Somebody. So I, I, I was. So I used to be really into it. Now I, I stopped, but I largely stopped following football because I stopped. I started hating the game because you can't play defense anymore. Um, you can't touch anyone. And I realize a lot of that is in response to the concussion stuff. But if you can't play the game the way it was designed, then well, here, don't I'll also play the say game. This, then be you need to be upfront with people about the concussion stuff and be like, not be like, well, you know, not try and hide it for as long as they did, but be upfront and be like, this is probably what's going to happen. If you think it's worth it. That's fine. That's why we're paying you millions and millions of dollars. But that's on... I think that's pretty much what they do now. Right. I think the problem was always that they tried to cover it up. Right. It wasn't that it was happening. Anyone with a clue knew it was happening. Right. But they tried to hide it. They tried to pretend it wasn't, which was, of course, total bullshit. Absolute bullshit. I still think long term, like it won't be in the next like 10 or 20 years, but long term, football is going to go full blood sport. It's just going to be ultra-violent, mega blood sport because the safer they try to make it, the more boring it becomes. And eventually that's going to be reflected in viewership. Well, maybe that's what the XFL will be, Alex. They'll go full blood sport and they'll like really take those I think fans. they're just going to go full boring. But they won't kneel during the national anthem, <laughs> Alex. Do you imagine how fast the first person to do that is going to get fired? Because there won't be a union and it'll just yeah. be Vince gets the final say, right. so... They'll just be so great. Great for the players. Yeah, sounds wonderful. Yeah. At least they're going to get health care. The wrestlers don't get that. Oh, really? Yeah, I'd be mad if I was one of the wrestlers. You're like, really? Oh, okay. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that ad nauseum as well. Well, anyways, the point I was getting a lot around to before is just that you know stuff like most sports are on regular television to some degree. Yes. When you have something like the UFC now that's only on ESPN+, Plus, which is a streaming service, and they're on ESPN a little bit, but they're mostly going to be on ESPN+, Plus from now on, where's your opportunity to grow? Your only hope, because you're only going to get hardcore people signing up for ESPN+, Plus, basically paying money just to watch UFC. Right. So your hope basically is like, you know, I'm a big UFC fan. I invite my friends over to watch UFC and I get them into it and then they subscribe because you're not going to gain any new casual fans just like by people going through the TV. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 Indeed. Indubitably. Indubitably. <laughs> Do you want to? <laughs> Erica, Did, yes. you know what we should discuss? What should we discuss? The challenge, war oh, that's of right. the world. Yes, excellent season. Return to form, like much better than the previous couple that we had watched. Now, Alex, you were down on the season about halfway through. It had a. It, the, there were a few episodes in the middle, right around the time that they split the teams up and went individual. Mm-hmm. There were like a two or three episodes that were a little dull, but the beginning was really good. The end was really good. It's not the greatest season of the challenge ever. I've no. seen better seasons. No, of the it's challenge, not for sure. But but way better than the last two seasons. Oh. A million times better than the last. The, the last season of the challenge was so bad that I told you, I'm like, if they have another season like this, I'm done. done. Yeah. And I've been watching the show forever. You've been a super fan. Yeah. Yes, indeed. 
No, um, I thought no, they're back. The challenges were nice and physical. Yeah. I appreciated mm-hmm. that, and they did have some puzzle components, which I also appreciated. Mm-hmm. The final was fucking brutal, which I also craziest appreciated. final in the history of the show since I've been in, in yes. endurance hell. Yes. Now, this is the, I, I will agree. This is definitely the craziest final. I don't think it's the best final. No, I don't think it's the best final either. But it was clearly the hardest. Yeah. I think it was interesting in that it was clearly very close between Theo and Turbo. Mm-hmm. I thought Wes was Wes was nowhere. No, close. Wes he, wasn't. He had a terrible second day. I kept forgetting that Theo was like a uh, uh, an Olympic, almost Olympic athlete. Really? They said it on one of them. He like missed the Olympics. Oh well, that would explain it then. Yeah, because I was like, and then they said, and I was like, oh, okay, that makes. If sense. If he could then. do math, he would have won the final. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He Seriously. Yeah. Full stop. But no. That went to Turbo. Turbo. Is Turbo the greatest reality TV character ever now? Yes. yes. Like, he's right there with, like, CT and Johnny Bananas. When he won, I actually, like, my fists went into the air. I oh, was so I was so fucking happy. excited. I was so happy. They were like, Theo in second place. I'm like, fuck yes! Well, I, ter- I, te- I texted you. This has to be, like, the nicest guy to win a final since Landon and, you know... That's a really long time ago. I mean, I, was Landon, gonna, I don't even know that we were watching Landon, Landon. won like Fresh Meat two, so that's like fifteen seasons ago or yeah, that's something. That's a hot minute ago. Yeah, I I do I do remember Landon because he did show up in a couple. Uh, I think he was on Duel two. Yeah. Um, and Landon was a really good guy, but again, people were very scared of him because he's a great athlete. Well, that's and the it's thing. the same thing with Turbo. People were very afraid of Turbo. When he holds a grudge, like no. Oh, oh God, the grudge holding. Oh, I wish throughout the season I should have been writing down Turbo's lines because oh, they were great so ones. great. Like the, he told George, I think with Bear, he's like, if he cheated on you, you must cut his dick off. <laughs> <laughs> he was just chef. Kiss. What they, what they take from me, I give back. <laughs> I loved him. And I the just, broken the him. broken English makes the deliveries so much better. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and dude was a beast. Yeah. And then they they asked him, what did they asked him like during the final like why do you keep helping people? And he's like, I come into this game like lion and I will leave like lion. <laughs> it was like Leon. He was saying. Yeah. He didn't Leon. say lion. Leon. He said like Leon. Leon. It was yeah. outstanding. It's like, oh my God, Turbo. <laughs> I will not I will not become chicken. I think you are too pure for this world. <laughs> he's the best. <laughs> and honestly, honest to God, he should never come back. No, never come back. Because now he's going to be targeted because he won. Oh, you're done. Yeah. He made a shitload of money. He should never come back. Never no. come back. Never come now, back. Now, selfishly, I hope he comes back for 10 years. Well, yes. But realistically, he should never come back. I want him to come back. Every year until he beats Johnny Bananas' record. Well, he's already made more money than Johnny ever well, did, just mo- from in, pure winnings. In money, yeah, but it, I want I want him to just, just like go like seven straight seasons winning the challenge. It's just utter like, domination. And then just quit. Be like, no, I'm done. I'm over this. <laughs> and vanish back into the wilds of Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I was worried about him in the final after the um, that wind tunnel challenge, like I was worried about his ability to pace, and I was you know that because he just goes a hundred percent all the time. Yeah, so I was a little worried, especially for how long it was. Yeah, 
Um, but I mean, how hot it, it seems it seems like he has a thing where he hits a wall and then he just mentally breaks through. Yeah. Like he'll because well, you'll see like, him. He'll stop. He'll clearly gas. And then he'll just be like, nah, no, yeah. fuck this. Keep going. Keep going. Come on, body. He's, he said it was He's like, body, we must continue. <laughs> Well, or he'll have a little weep while he's going, and yeah. he's just like, this is terrible. I feel like I'm going to die, but we're going to keep moving. Well, that's the thing. The crazy amount of running and biking and everything else they did, climbing up sand dunes and oh all that God, shit. that looked brutal. That would have been, I told Bob, that would have been terrible if they did exactly that in a gym. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let alone in the fucking middle of a desert. Yes. yes. That was hell. Yes. Yes. Well, have you ever climbed a sand dune? It's not fun. Uh, maybe I'm not sure. Um, it sucks. It's, yeah, it's it's so even, you're losing your footing. It's even worse than climbing snow. Uh, it just because well, the snow awful. packs the sand like just is actively falling. like yeah yeah. No, we acro- I once ran cross country many 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 moons ago, and we did a trip to uh, the Indiana Dunes, and we ran there, and it was fucking terrible. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely awful. Um, so. These these producers are very cruel. Let's see. No, you know what though? You gotta be in peak physical condition. I appreciated that. I didn't like people coming in just being like, eh, you know. It, it, I I much preferred. This. Well, I, go ahead. I was just well, we're, we were talking about this last night a little bit or the night before, and it's you know the challenge. The final challenge is all about cardio. You know if and it's always been about cardio. If you can't run for long distances you get to the final you might as well just quit yeah i think we we said this the other day if there are two that really stood out to me in the final now hunter he never quit his body just eventually failed him but if you're hunter you have to lose muscle mass i mean Mm -hmm. he needs to just go run on a treadmill for months and not lift any weights right because you can still lift, but you can't be lifting for bulk. You have yeah. to be lifting for like tone. Your your body just can't carry around that type of weight and then run forever. You just can't do it. And Cara Maria has the same problem. She's bulked up too much. She can't run for long distances anymore. And I feel like she used to be able to. And she's not. It's not like she's old or something. Well, because yeah. she was never in the earlier season. She was never that like. Yeah, she was slender. Muscly. Now she's very muscular, and the problem with big muscles is they need they oxygen. Weigh it down, right. Yep. Well, you well, should also not jump off into the water head first. It's usually <laughs> yeah. a bad. Pauly. I I did I did enjoy both Polly and Car Maria crying like little bitches the on fucking, television. Those fucking villains got what they deserved in the end. They did. Man. screwed our guy Kyle hey Kyle like was a beast during his elimination if he didn't have the fucked up leg he would have beat Theo yeah yeah well and, and hopefully he comes back I really like Kyle I he's do very too enjoyable. I think if I think he's probably gonna ask himself a really hard question of could he deal with putting up with Car and Polly again are and Car and Polly still together yes you know, could he could he put up with them again? Have a little another season, man. None, no self respect. No, I mean sad. Kyle clearly, you know, like a lot of these people, has his personality flaws. He's drawn in by every woman that's within a five mile radius of him, and he just can't help but fuck him. No, you know, he's a poon hound for sure. But he's also seems like a good guy, and that was the other thing watching the show. 
it was very clear Kyle and Polly actually like each other. Yeah. But you they're playing but Polly yeah. is very much playing it up for his girl. Yeah. Absolutely. You could tell like they're in these fights and they're smiling at each other yeah. like I know we have to fight right now but I actually kind of like you. Right. You know like we could be friends. Like when when Polly eventually ditches Kara after he's fucked 30 other women and she finally like wakes up or something I don't know what's going to happen there. She seems very stupid at I this don't point. Know. But whenever Polly eventually breaks up with Kara, Polly and Kyle are going to be like best friends. Besties. Oh yeah. They're going to be in some major alliance on the show. I guarantee it. So what I would like to see though is the vets play a little bit smarter of a game next time. Yeah. Two very stupid going for each other right off the bat. And I yeah. think that will happen now because they've seen it. Turbo, if Turbo and Theo are back for next season, I mean, these are very tough outs. Yep. Well, and you can tell that these rookies coming in this year did their research. And most of them did. Most of them. There were some idiots, but you know, the ones who got the furthest with the exception of Georgia, um they came in they had a pretty good awareness of, you know, what to expect and you know, the team UK um or UK Alliance. I don't think they ever called it Team UK. Um they were strong from the very beginning mm-hmm. and they stuck together. Um, yeah, the vets seemed to completely like Yeah, they fucked each other you were over. You're supposed to do that. You're always That's why they always would get rid of the rookies first and I don't know why but they've completely abandoned that the last few seasons cuz everyone wants to get Johnny out so bad and it's like look at that final. Was Johnny going to win that final? No. No way he no wasn't going to win that final. Wes is probably in better shape than him, and he gassed. I think the only thing with Johnny is it, it's because if he comes into the house and he has a couple of people who are who can be a strong alliance for him out of the gate, he's more of a risk then. But if he really doesn't have a strong alliance, I mean, he is not the physical presence he to worry was, about. Right. I mean, he can't win eliminations anymore. And think about the guys that are usually his buddies. You know, you've got your Tonys and your Zacks. They're not going to win a final like that. Not with all that running. Zach's body is way too big to be able to run that distance. Right. And keep up with a guy like Turbo, who's like half his size. Right, not happening. Could you have imagined CT on this final? CT would have oh died. Oh, God. Well, I did love, speaking of smokers, I loved when Maddie finally gassed. And she gave it a strong effort. She tried. But again, another big girl. She's in pretty good shape, but pretty big. And she gassed. And I just like see, I just like TJ walking up to her and go, look. Uh, you got to light up the cigarettes. You got to quit smoking. He, Don't be fucking stupid. Yes. TJ he, is I'm a glad they bleeped that. Treasure. I'm glad they bleeped, actually aired and bleeped it. It right. was great. Don't be fucking stupid. Don't be a fucking dummy. No, because she gave a great effort, but... I mean, it's crazy to say, because obviously, how would they have known? You know, how are you going to know that you're basically going to have to go run, like, 50 miles in the fucking desert? Oh, you have no idea, but I do think that you've seen... In theory, you've seen other finals. But the last couple finals were walks in the park. Right. They were jokes. This is true the last couple seasons if you have to go back maybe like four seasons to get to like a final that was like comparable right 
like I go back to the ones from like what was it Rivals and shit where they're like in Patagonia and they're like climbing mountains and crap you know that's where it's you go back and you watch that and it's like okay I gotta be prepared for anything well because you're you're a good challenge final comes down to one of two things you're either it's either a very long distance run or it's an up mountain climb and both of them are absolutely brutal I just hope they stick with this executive producer. I think his name is Justin Booth because he's been responsible for most of the best seasons of the challenge. Oh, yeah. And when they were like you, because they've been like rotating different executive producers the past few seasons. And the seasons where they had like, it was clearly people who had more of a reality TV focus rather than a sports focus on the show. Yeah. Those seasons were so much worse. Oh, they suck. And there's still a ton of drama on the show, but it's way better when the drama is based around the competition, and not just than all just like fake people fighting because they think that's what they're supposed at to do. Each other. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And there's plenty enough that happens in the show to cause that drama. You don't need to add. You don't need to manufacture anything. It happens. These people are lunatics. They'll right. take care of it. Exactly. It'll happen naturally. Have a three-day party with Tony. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which season was that at the beginning of? Like, how much coke are all that, of you doing? Was that Free Agents? Or no, that no, no, no. That was Battle of the Bloodlines. Yeah. That's that was right. Battle of the Bloodlines. Where he's like all over that blonde really she was all over him but the, that blonde girl on the balcony he's like I can't do this this gets so wrong but it's gonna feel so good oh Tony <laughs> I was like that works that works when you look like Tony huh okay, <laughs> okay. have you seen his Batman tattoo no oh my god Alex the Batman t- tattoo, uh, tattoo is pretty fantastic was Free Agents the season where they had the draw? Uh, maybe. I loved the draw. Okay, here's a question. We were talking about this the other night. Here's a question about the final. Do you think there should have been a male and a female winner? Or was it fair to have them competing against each other? I think it was fair to have them competing against each other. I don't think it was. No? I mean, not for that amount of running. Mm, I disagree. No, I think it was fine the way they did it. Okay. I don't know. I, I think it's hard to tell. Because um, you were, we were talking about this the other day, and I, I lightly looked up some statistics, and in similar long, and when you do the same long distance runs between men and women, and obviously now we're talking about peak top top athletes on both genders Mm -hmm. men are considerably faster than women when it comes to long distance running but then you had i think the weather was an equalizer i think the puzzles were an equalizer too well sure there's things in there but like if you look you know if it was i think it was two seasons ago and i don't know what exactly the numbers were and everything because they don't show them of course but do you remember they did that final, the one that Kara won? And Zach was way ahead at the beginning of that final. Mm-hmm. And remember, they stopped him after they did X amount of checkpoints. And then they had to do that puzzle at the end. And because yes, Zach was that. in first, instead of getting his massive head start, 
and having all their times added together, he got like a two minute head start over Kara on the puzzle. He was ahead of her by like an hour, you know. And if they would have done that in this one, who knows what would have happened? Because in this one, it seems like they just added all the times together. This one was just like straight up. This is all your times. This is who won. It wasn't like, oh, well, you're ahead. Like they did the first one where they did the 25 miles where they were running and biking in the figure eight and they were Mm -hmm. doing the puzzles in between and the little carnival games in between. And at the end, they showed all their actual times. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, Theo, you won. So you get a five minute head start. Oh, Wes, you came in second. You get a two minute head start. It was just like, no, Theo's at four and a half hours. Wes is at four hours and 50 minutes. I mean, if they would have done that two seasons ago, Zach would have won that fucking season because there's no way even that big dummy wouldn't have taken an hour longer than Kara to finish that puzzle. He ain't that stupid. It was pure memorization. It wasn't even really a puzzle. It was just go look at one board, match it to another board. So if you're five miles ahead, you're going to win. No, I mean, it didn't bother me, though. I, I thought it was all very fair. Didn't didn't bother me. But... Not in the way that, like, last season where they were, like, actively, like... Sabotaging the guys. Yeah, that really annoyed me. That I think sucked. if you're going to do teams, you have to do guy-girl teams. Yeah. Yeah, or I you have that, or you have to have a, a women's and a men's right separate categories. Right. Yeah, I definitely hated last season where, like, right off the bat, where uh, it was Cam Pauly, wasn't it? Yeah, Cam was Cam and Polly were on those um, bungee cords, and Cam's at the fucking light walk to the park and, bungee cord, and Polly's looking like he's strapped down by forty of them, and it's like this that isn't was ridiculous, fair. right? And it's not fun to watch either because no. it's like he's clearly, th- yeah. He's exerting himself like five times as hard and losing. Exactly. Well, and you remember, so the challenge is always struggled with the intergender stuff. You remember, wh- which was the season in Berlin with the final in Berlin? And like, oh, that was bad. Yeah, that was Battle of the Bloodlines where Jenna and her cousin had way less weight than the guys did in their backpacks. Remember when they had to run to every checkpoint with those backpacks yeah, I on? Remember that. And it was Jenna and Brianna. They were carrying around like no weight. And then for the guys, they're like, okay, here's 150 pounds. It's like what these, the some of right. these guys are the same size as Jenna and she's carrying around a third of the weight. I think when we talked about that before, we said it should have been like a percentage of Yeah, it should have been weight. a percentage of body weight. Right. That's totally fair then. Yeah. If you just say everyone has to carry 40% of their body weight, then that's fair. No, yeah. There's ways that you can like line it up. You've you got to kind of think about it a little more than just throwing it out there. Yeah. Nah. But everyone plays under the same rules in the end, in theory. It's just, yeah, when they do the equalizer stuff, that was that was terrible. That was really annoying last season. And I'm glad there was no Redemption House or any bullshit like that. Yeah. I was really glad that there wasn't any, like, random mercenaries or any of that shit. It was just straight up, you lose, you go home. End of story. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yep. hopefully they, they keep that format. You know who's unforgivable? Who's unforgiven though? Who's that? Ninja and uh, Ninja Natalie and um, D for yelling at our guy Turbo. Well, and like, 
maybe he was yelling off camera, but he was just sitting there and taking it. <laughs> yeah. And maybe he did get the friendly edit. You're right. We should say that. Maybe he got the baby face. That's edit. entirely possible. But I was just, you're sitting there watching it like he's not yelling back at you. <laughs> and he's like, stop yelling at my friend. He's like, I'm not yelling. Well, and the other thing, it's like they ended up like going into the tribunal. They did really well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, like. Yeah, she flipped before she even knew the result. Right. And then they won. Right. (laughs) It's like, he saved your ass. Like, come on. Uh, No. So, hold on. I have the cast list here. Um, So, one of the things we talked about before the season, or at the beginning of the season was, um, especially once Johnny and CT um, and, you know, the other kind of vet all-stars were kicked off i do maintain that they should just retain ct for commentary value yes i agree um so you know who would we vote who would we root for i mean it definitely ended up being turbo there was some concern though yeah especially after ct left because you're like okay i'm not rooting for wes oh i love wes though wes i will say played a pretty good game this year he had a couple fuck-ups but he like got through them yeah I was probably rooting for Wes second to Turbo because Theo just comes off as a total egomaniac. See, I kind of like Theo at the end. Um, I didn't really have any strong feelings about him. I I, I felt like he did. He kind of did the hide in the background all season, so he didn't get you know a lot of his personality did not come out. Um, so it's it's kind of hard to know like exactly what kind of who he is. Um, and if he would be enjoyable in another season, um, of course, fucking Hunter, can he just not come back? Hunter's <laughs> always going to come back. Hunter's okay. I, know. I don't know. He bothered. I don't like Hunter. He's a big dummy. Yeah, he is a big dummy, but he's kind of like a harmless idiot. Yeah. I like that Ashley got voted out like right, <laughs> right away. away. That's what happens when you do stuff like that, though. It's like you win that big purse, but now people are coming for you forever. Right. When you either got to be okay with that and prepared for it or never come back again. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Well, and you, there was another Ashley on this season of the challenge. Yeah, uh, muscled up Ashley. Who looked like a fucking caricature. He was so jacked. Ah, uh, man. All show muscles, you think? Mm, I don't think they were show, but that's another one. I mean, what would he have done? Like one lap on that figure eight? And oh, he would have gassed. died. He would have died. Yeah. Who who from this season do you want to see back besides Turbo? Maddie. I'd like to see Maddie back, yeah. I'd take Ninja back. Mm, she's kind of annoying. She is, but... I didn't like Ninja. I thought she was fine to watch. You have the cast list in front of you? Yep. So I think you also need strong women in there to compete, though. You do. That's a fair point. Bear. <laughs> yes, bring bear. <laughs> yeah. You didn't like bear? <laughs> I liked bear because he was honest in his confessionals. I mean, we've talked about this ad nauseum, but... Yeah. Ugh. Total liar in front of the camera when, you know, he's around the other people. Right. But behind the scenes, like into the confessionals, it was just like, yeah, I lied to her. 
Yeah, I'm cheating on my girlfriend. It is what it is. I love the honesty. I don't condone his actions, but it was good TV. Well, and he was also, he's actually a really strong competitor. He's a, he was, he was a lot better than I thought he would be in terms of the elimination. I will give him that. And remember, remember that stupid one with the wind tunnel and the balls. Mm -hmm. He did better than anyone. He just, he just fucked it up because there were two balls. He didn't make sure went in the box behind the boxes. Well, and that was tasty when he was like, I won this shit. And they're like, yeah, he did two better than everyone else, but he blew it. So that was actually really surprising. Like, imagine having in that, like, small window of time, he had better stamina than Turbo, who completely gassed. Mm-hmm. And so if, if, he, if he gets to the finals, who knows? If he gets past that eliminate or that challenge, if he's on that tribunal, um, I think the chances of Wes making it to the end... Oh, Wes was gone. ...would drop. For sure. A, yeah, big time. Um. Because I really don't know how Wes got through this season. <laughs> he got lucky a yeah. few times. Yeah, he, he, got he won a lot. Of, no, he didn't get lucky. He won a lot of dailies. No, he did. Yeah. But there were a few times where he could have gotten voted in, but for whatever reason. Yeah, he did do an elimination or two, right? Yeah. And, I mean, Wes is good in eliminations. His elimination record's very good. Mm-hmm. Um so he's one of the he's he's one I'd be more I'd be more concerned about throwing Wes into an elimination than Johnny Bananas. Uh, oh, I wouldn't be just done just done winning just done winning yeah. percentage. Yeah, well, I think that's the thing. I think, and I I've, I've been talking about this for a while. You know, there's no reason not to throw Johnny Bananas in. He's he's your layup at this point. You save him to throw him late, unless he's got an alliance. And in which case you want to break it up, but he's just, he's not the, he's not a competitor anymore. Do you think we find out on the reunion that Zach actually was working with Wes? Do you think he was when he tossed, remember that one in the mud where he tossed Wes the ball and claimed it was an accident? Well, that was bullshit. He clearly tossed him the ball. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he didn't didn't cop to it in the confessional. Still more than anyone now, especially that the field has gotten so much deeper. I want Emily Schramm back on the show so bad. It's beast mode, Emily, Just to see, yes. Just to see how everyone stacks up. Oh, my God. Emily and Laurel on the same season. If you got Emily, Laurel, and uh, what's-her-face... Oh, my God. Who's the woman who was really good from the past? She's a lawyer now. Oh, why would she go back then? Evelyn. Yes. If we could get Emily, Laurel, and Evelyn back, holy shit, would that be a field? Well, who else would you throw in that female cast? If we're talking about, like, best ever? For for, for For now? a a, A best case female season. So we are we talking about in their prime or as of today, as of right now, because I think Emily and Emily and Laurel for sure. Yep. Kara for sure. Yep. Maddie. Mm-hmm. Ninja Natalie. I thought D was a lot better than I expected. Georgia's actually OK, too. Georgia surprised me because she doesn't look like much, but she's actually pretty good. At least she was on this season. Mm-hmm. What about Jenna? Uh, well, I hope Jenna gets healthy so she can start lifting weights again and stuff because she just got really skinny because I think she couldn't, I don't think she could work out because she had the, she shattered her leg yeah, on that one. Yeah, she fucked her leg up, mm-hmm. yeah. 
And she um, was really skinny this season. Yeah, she was definitely bigger than that in the like, past. She looked but ill. She was so skinny. Against that, but see, Jenna's like one of those girls, though. She's really good. She always wins the ones she should win. Mm-hmm. She doesn't, like, fuck up anything. But against those top-tier women, like, Laurel would just smash her. You know, I mean, it is what it is. Indeed. Um, so, you know, I like Jenna, but she's like, Jenna's like your mid-card talent. You know, I'm talking about, like, give me the main eventers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm trying to think who are the other, like, top women. I don't know how. She's probably not that good anymore, but uh, Paula. Oh, yeah. And especially for something like this final, that was always Paula's claim to fame was she could run forever. She had unbelievable endurance. Paula always needed help getting. Did Paula get fucked by Johnny Bananas? No, that was Sarah, right? Oh, that'd be a good one to have back. Sarah's never coming back. No. No. After that, no. Not unless well, they wrote it into her contract that she can't have money stolen from her. Well, maybe then. I I think the bigger problem with Sarah is that she went after after that she went out and she talked a bunch of shit about the show and stuff she wasn't supposed to. Right. Of course. Yeah. She's never coming back. But that would be a good one to have back. Yeah, I agree. I always enjoyed her. She was too nice, though. Mm, at times, she was doing a lot of backroom dealing, wheeling and dealing. I like having Nani around. I think Nani had a solid season until that bullshit with the tape where Wes completely blew it. That was such a stupid, And Turbo, like... Turbo fucking did the greatest tape job of all time. They had to cut her out of that because Turbo's a fucking madman. And then they told that story of, like, didn't Turbo, like, apprehend a guy on a plane or something and take yeah. him into the seat? Yeah. That's what I mean. This guy's crazy. That was. I want his life story. Yeah, That's what I want. I think that was the only elimination that that really that bothered elimination me. Sucked. Yeah, it, it wasn't like even. Bullshit. It wasn't yeah. even really between them. It was like you're both playing golf against the course. Who does better? <laughs> um, shit. Uh, I was glad to see Digo. She annoyed the shit out of me. She had a better season than I thought she was going to, though. I yeah, I agree. When she wouldn't jump out of the damn plane, I yeah, was that like, "Come didn't on!" Look that high up to me? No, not in the grand scheme of Shit the you jump out of on the yeah. show. Um, Leroy was out early as God, usual. I forgot Leroy was even on the I show. I was just gonna say I totally forgot Leroy was on. Well, that is the thing. Some of these people got eliminated so early. That's like like so you brought up like Ashley Mitchell. I forgot she was even on the show. Well, she got eliminated the first episode. Yeah. Right? Good. <laughs> So, what? Oh, you know who I want on the fucking challenge is um, who's the British Olympian from Champs versus Stars, the woman. Oh, I don't oh, know. I can like see her in my head, but I can't remember. She teamed up with J Lo's ex, the guy. What are their names? I know exactly who you're talking about. Son of a her. bitch. Come on, come on. This is why you have the laptop up, Bob. Come on, Bob. Champs. Champs versus stars. Oh, my God. Hold he on. wasn't researching it already. I'm so sorry. I was starting to look up something about episode or season 34. Thanks. No, I don't want to know anything about the future. Uh, of course you don't. Uh, let's see. She, where is Olympian? Uh, Louise Hazel? Yes. 
There we go. Louise Hazel. Get her on there to compete against the other women. That would be awesome. Yeah. Do you want Brooke Hogan back? Uh, she was okay, actually. She was a lot better than I thought she would be on Champs vs. Stars. That last, it's too bad it looks like Champs vs. Stars is done, because that last season was good. Yeah, it was pretty solid. You know who doesn't need to come back? CM Punk. Yeah. Speaking of CM Punk, do you think there's any chance he shows up at All Out? No. I still feel, I actually feel like he might wake up one day, especially after watching like All In and watching Double or Nothing, and now they have a TNT deal. He might wake up one day and be like, you know what? They'll give me all the money in the world. I probably only have to work TV. I think it's a matter of is it because the, the he passion... has to know he has to know the MMA thing is done. I mean, he has to. One know. would think, but the passion that he had for wrestling was completely beaten out of him by WWE. But this would be his opportunity to get back at WWE, which I understand. I just don't know has that passion reignited. And remember, and remember, Tony Khan said his first pick always for starting a wrestling company was CM Punk. So if CM Punk calls him on the fucking phone, oh well, he's gonna be like the yes. answer is everything. Of course, yes, yes, of course. I just don't know that he'd ever. It's been a it's been a minute. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine if they have TV by the time All Out happens? Like, let's say All Out happens and their TV show starts the next day, like that Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And CM Punk shows up at All Out, and it's like he's going to be on TV. That first rating would be crazy. Probably. Mm -hmm. Because there are a lot of people who still give a shit about him. Yeah, I mean, look, the guy's an asshole. Whatever. (laughs) There's a lot of assholes in wrestling. Exactly. Fucking AJ Styles is a flat truther. I still like his match. (sighs) Flat earth truther, but I still like his matches. Yeah. Well, with Punk, there's always... there's for. From now on, there's always going to be that looming cloud of what the shit happened between him and Colt. Yeah. And that's, I know that's personal, but it's like. But it played out so publicly. Right. And it's like, well, who's the real asshole in this situation? You know who the real I asshole mean, is. more than likely, right? Um, I will say this because we weren't there. We don't know, but don't say you're going to pay for something. And then don't you don't pay for the thing. Yeah. Just don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like when Bob said he was going to pay me like five grand to dig up some dirt for his patio. And I was like, well, if I have to, you know. I don't remember that conversation. Funny oh. enough. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's because you had a shitty headset. So you couldn't hear me clearly. I mean, Target's still open, Alex. Jesus fucking Christ. Lord, beer and Bob, Bob. Okay, let's. <laughs> I give it. <laughs> Less than a month, he buys a gaming headset. I'm not gonna buy a gaming headset. This this exact conversation <laughs> has happened has played out so, so many, many fucking times. times on this podcast. And what always happens? He always buys the. He thing. always buys it. <laughs> you're See, turning so red right now because you know it's fucking true. Look at him! Oh my god, you're beat red. Are you okay? Do you need to go to the hospital? <laughs> Because you know it to be true. But I don't Don't want just, it. you know what, honey? Let's just not. <laughs> Let's just not. Let's just not. 
I'll take the blame on this one when it happens. Okay. Like on the TV, that wasn't really my fault. I just made a passing comment. This I'm actively trying to make happen. So Obviously. I'll take the blame. Well, and here's the thing. The TV is outstanding. Like at first <laughs> I was like, this is the dumbest fucking thing. Oh, wait, Pacific Rim looks like that. Okay. For for movie watching, I couldn't imagine. Like, Plus, in the end, you were going to need a TV other. anyway because the other one crapped out. Exactly. So, so, you know, why buy one TV when you can buy, you can buy two? two. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. You know, I you lo- didn't buy two TVs. Though, why buy? You? Yeah, you did. Yeah. You're the one that was down there, and you That's moved up here. That's right. It did shit the bed. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Because it was within like, the space of like two weeks, It was, it was literally it? like less than a month. It was the TVs and then the fucking computer crapped out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the right. hard drive crapped right. out. It was, the yeah. SSD crapped out, yeah. No, it was a good, it was a good series of events. Yeah, that's um, when we were wondering like what's next. Where the electronics were just like killing themselves. For <laughs> you know what, Bob? You could just <laughs> claim, how would Erica ever know that your current <clears throat> headset broke and that you need to replace it? <clears throat> I'm not manipulative like that. <laughs> okay. There, there's the thing. It, it, you got to give me an argument as to why the gaming headset would improve Pacific Rim. It wouldn't. Hold on. How is there not give him? <laughs> give him an opportunity. I was just going to say though. How was there not a Pacific Rim game where you were like beating the shit out of Kaiju? Like, that's a missed opportunity, man. Okay, so, yes, I know you already have the surround sound down there. However, it is different. As you know, audio sounds better when it's in a headset form. I mean, I disagree, but... Nah, nah, you, you, when it's clearer, it's closer to your ears, you know, you can hear stuff better. Don't look at me like that. Oh, too late. You're getting <laughs> glared at. <laughs> look. Let's just let's just face facts. He's gonna buy it. I know he is. Okay. Yeah. But seriously, like one where you could like customize your Jaeger and you go out and you like defeat Kaiju. Like mm-hmm. how was that not a thing? Someone would have to make that game and it would have to not suck. I'm mad now. So that's the thing about I'm mad. it. I'm mad that it doesn't well, exist. Well, what about what about a Pacific Rim RTS? Like you keep saying things that would make me very happy if they existed. <laughs> and they don't exist, so now I'm just mad. Thanks. Thanks, Bob. You're well. Alex is here, so of course you're mad, because Alex likes to push buttons. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alex, did you see John Wick three? Not yet. Not yet. Going. At some point, yeah, okay. I want to see it. Right on. Looks like it's good. I mean, it looks good. It's a John Wick movie. I heard it's better than the second one, which I thought the first one was better than the second one. So. Well, the first one's outstanding. Mm-hmm. And it's Keanu Reeves killing people in newer and like more insane ways. I, I don't know what more you need out of life. Yeah, pretty much. I was, uh, this isn't much of a discussion really, I guess, but I was reading that a lot of people are starting to feel like the eSports bubble is going to pop. Yeah. In terms of viewership of eSports and being able to recoup investments into teams. Well, that makes sense because there's, uh, you know, there's so many different, you know, it's not like hockey versus um, baseball where, you know, it's like there's so many different games that can be played in esports. 
and so you've got a huge diversity of games um those skills don't necessarily translate from one game to another so it there, it seems like a really big investment and how many people are just gonna you know how, what's the long-term viewership of esports yeah I just I've been saying for a while because the one that kind of interests me the most because I play the game is Overwatch League and I've been saying I always have thought the Overwatch League viewership is artificially inflated by so there's these skins in the game that are all like the team skins like for every like whatever the these Overwatch League teams like Atlanta Rain or fucking I don't even know Vancouver Titans or all these teams they have like certain colored skins right and you can only buy them by either spending real money or uh, you get these tokens for watching Overwatch League that allow you to buy the skins and I've always thought that the viewership numbers for Overwatch League were propped up because a lot of people including myself have sat there and let the stream run for eight hours while I'm not actually watching it to just pile up tokens. Mm -hmm. And I actually saw a graph the other day that I think very much confirms my suspicions that most people aren't actually watching it. <laughs> but how would you ever prove this? Because, like, the one graph was showing League of Legends viewership when it's esports stuff for that, like on the channel. Mm-hmm. And the graph goes up and down depending on matches versus, you know, just commentary talking between matches. Like you would see with anything. If you were watching hockey, when are you likely to turn off the channel for hockey and look for something else when you're in an intermission? Right. You know, so obviously viewership's going to go down at those points. So it has that sort of wavy up and down line on the graph. And then for the same thing where it was tracked for Overwatch League, the line is basically Stay pretty static. much the same the whole way through. So like you said, people are just leaving the stream on. To yeah. So yeah, viewership is a consistent 100,000 people and they get to go to whoever they want to use for advertising, you know, T-Mobile or Coca-Cola. And they say, hey, we've got a consistent 100,000 viewers that are tuned in all the time and they're watching. And how could you prove otherwise? You really can't. There's no way. You're. What are you going to do? I mean, oh, we're, well, we're actually looking at them through their camera, and we know they're not actually watching. You know, maybe. But no sitting in front of the computer. <laughs> yeah. It's but, all a lie. And then the other thing I was reading that a lot of people have actually been complaining about is, you know, like if you buy any, if you want to play any Blizzard games on the computer, you need the Battle.net launcher. You mm -hmm. know, so Overwatch, StarCraft, uh, whatever, the Destiny 2, uh, Hearthstone, whatever. You know, these all use the Battle.net launcher. It's the only way to play these games. Well, apparently when Overwatch League is going on, the Battle.net launcher auto-plays Overwatch League, and you can't really get it to stop. Like You can mute it, but you can't stop it. So I think that's another thing that's inflating numbers on Overwatch League. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so... There's but, a couple things going on but, where I think people are... That's why a lot of people who are much more knowledgeable about it than I would be are saying, this is a bubble. And a lot of these teams that have put 10, 20 million into these various leagues, they're not going to be making their money back. Right. 
Well, I guess the the question is, you know, I see I see lots of ways for the leagues to make money. Um, how are the teams? Yeah, I mean, how do teams in you know traditional sports leagues make money? Selling merchandise, selling tickets, revenue um, concessions, um, revenue sharing on your broadcast rights. Revenue. Well, those are the big ones. Yeah, but you know, you're making uh, you're still making good chunks of change on. Um, the other stuff. So, you know, are people buying crap for these teams? Are do people walk around with Overwatch League jerseys? I'm such a geek, Bob. If I but if I saw someone with an Overwatch League jersey, I'd be like, "Fucking, this is a whole nother level of nerd right here," you know. <laughs> But that's the thing. If you want to be a sports league, that's the kind of things you need to you need to start making money on. Because that's yeah that you know, and I don't see that. Well, and I know for next season, apparently the Overwatch League is going to have a lot of um because right now they're all the games are played out of the Blizzard Arena, which is in Burbank, California. Yeah. But they are going to start doing like teams actually having their home stadiums they play in. That can get a little pricey, you know. They were pricey. The tickets were when they've done it so far. Well, that's the other thing. Like, it's one thing to, like, sit at home, let me throw on a stream, and I'll watch whatever. I don't know that I'm, like... Let me go sit somewhere for four hours to watch people play video games. Right? Like, though, I mean, I did go to Combo Breaker last year for a day, and I did, like, mostly we were kind of wandering around and talking to people. I was going to say, you weren't really sitting there, like, glued in. Not actively, no. Alex, you could buy Overwatch League sandals. Oh that, boy, that's upsetting. Well, and that, and that's the the other thing is I love Overwatch. Overwatch is actually pretty boring to watch other people play. For me, anyway, I don't think it's that exciting. Uh, so to go somewhere and pay, let's say, fifty bucks a person to sit there and watch people play Overwatch. Well, and here's the thing: Combo Breaker was like ten bucks for a spectator ticket. Yeah. For the day. Right, so even if you, that's almost, that's to the level of you could buy it and not even go and you really wouldn't care. Right, but then you can go wander around. It's like, oh, it's like raining a little bit, fuck it, I'm not going to go. Right, exactly. But they had like a game room where you could actually go and play shit. I actually blew somebody's mind because they had a Tekken Okada shirt on. And I went up and I'm like, oh man, that fucking shirt's rad, like Okada's awesome. And he gave you this like, (laughs) look, like how do you know who Okada is? You're one of the three of us. (laughs) All I want, Erica, is one day to be watching AEW and you hear that coin hit the ground. (laughs) Someday, Alex. I know it'll happen someday if they stay around long enough, but just imagine the pop. Oh, it'd be great. Like, imagine they're in one of the major wrestling markets and you hear that coin hit the ground. The place is going to go unbelievable. It's going to go bonkers. Like, the stadium will be shaking. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, remember at All In, yeah, they had the coin, but then it was the bad music. Yeah. And everyone was kind of sad. <laughs> the massive pop, and then, oh. That was a great Shitty match, Okada. though. I really liked that match. match. And that's, th- speaking of, that's another person they'll have when his contract runs up with ROH, they'll have Marty Skrull. I always like Marty. Yeah. I enjoy him. But Do he's have, currently signed to ROH? Yeah, yeah. For, I think, through maybe sometime later this year i'm not sure oh so yeah he's like oh yeah the moment done he can be done ski 
Do you have anything else, Bob? Well, we were talking about this the other night, and I didn't know um, what what my numbers were, so uh, I couldn't talk about it because uh, we were talking about um, our one of our listeners, um, or rather, our listener um, has a tendency to um, use a lot of data um, on his uh, home connection. Yes, and um, like a mind-boggling amount of data. Uh, we're in like the we are hovering in like the three hundred fifty to four hundred gigabyte. Yeah, so month. you're nowhere you're nowhere close yeah. to getting the cap. So we got we got we got room. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. You're generally okay if you're just streaming video. It's when you start downloading gigantic games that you have a problem. Mm-hmm. When well, like every game is like at least fifty gigs, you'd be amazed how fast that number starts to climb. Oh, I believe it. I mean, because like I downloaded Overwatch. Mm-hmm. And what was that? It was like that's like less than thirty. It was more than that. I don't think so. It was a pretty big file. I'm guessing it's less than 30. Well, it's stolen. Fuck, fuck you, Alex. Um, but it took, what, like two hours? Well, it took a while because you were playing a game and they slow down downloads while you're playing. If you would have just exited out of your game, it would have taken like 20 minutes. Yeah, but then I would have had to sit and just not do anything for 20 minutes. Okay. I could have been playing the golf club 2019. Yeah. And having John criticize me. <laughs> relentlessly and actually get to a point where he stopped saying what my over par was because they didn't record that high <laughs> you're over uh <laughs> i can't say actually. that leaves you at over par for the round <laughs> wah, wah. which like how lazy is that come on you could have recorded high it wasn't that high wasn't it? I mean, no, it was stupid. Apparently, high. it was. But let's uh, just uh, forget about that last hole. I don't want to say it. On. I don't want to embarrass you. I did try the pro clubs out just for funsies. And yeah. how did that go? That for was you? a mistake. Start shanking it all over the place. Oh, it was not good. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. <laughs> and I also <laughs> found a course that's just impossible. Like oh we've been playing the easy ones yeah um you know it was like you have to hit this ten yard square on every shot or you're done <laughs> like it's like the most fun it's like oh well if you enjoy misery it's pretty looking I guess um but <laughs> um. Did you see that um, the Sonic movie has been pushed back? I did see that. That's still shitty what they're doing to those animators. Well, they, in theory, if you pushed it back, they have more time, though. No, I know that, but it's still shitty. Like, there's no way that people working on that movie... Thought that looked good. Thought that that looked good. They were like, well, I, I saw mean, if fan- this is what you want. I saw fan designs like the day that trailer came out that were way better. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it's like you have an iconic character and you're giving me something that really doesn't look anything like it. Why? You but know what the problem? 
and he has teeth. You know what the problem is with the speed-based characters? Is they, in theory, are actually impossible to beat. Because, like, <clears throat> they showed it in that trailer for Sonic, where he shoots the missiles at him, mm-hmm. and he's moving so fast, the missiles just stop dead, basically, and he can, like, move them around and do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. How are you supposed to actually beat that guy? You know? Like, they do this in the Flash TV show. And it's very inconsistent because sometimes he can just, like, stop time, basically. And then the next time, some, like, random idiot just punches him and it works. It's like, wait, what happened to the guy who's moving, like, a million times faster than everyone else? Right. Well, but sometimes you end up in the situation of The Flash and Batman v Superman. Oh, no, this is Justice League. Um, where, you know, it turns out that Superman's as fast as The Flash. <laughs> well, that's different. That's right. Um, that's a situation where it's another superhero uh, who's insanely OP. But I'm just talking about like regular guy punches <laughs> The Flash. Like I punch The Flash. But then the next scene, he can move so fast that he can like escape a bomb that's exploding inches <laughs> from him. Pulls a Goku. He, ex- he outran the explosion. Yeah. Uh, what else in movie news? Godzilla comes out next week. Um, King Ghidorah, Bob. I know you're King excited for Ghidorah. King Ghidorah. What else do we have coming out in the next few months? Uh, the Wonder Woman sequel comes out in June. Aren't you guys going to go see The Lion King or Aladdin? No. Uh, I have them downstairs. So I'll, I'll watch them there. Um, <laughs> I will say Aladdin, I think it, it looked better than I thought it would, but I'm still not going to see it. There's no reason to. Again, I have a, I have the superior version downstairs. And, I mean, that's if you like the remake, hey, that's fine. Just, I think it's completely pointless. We've discussed this before as well. I just think it's completely pointless. Uh, the Wonder Woman sequel comes out in June. The new Spider-Man movie comes out 4th of July weekend. Yeah, I'll see both of those. Yeah. What, um, what about Rocket Man? I wouldn't see that in the theater. How about Dark Phoenix? It does come out in June, doesn't it? June 7th. Maybe? I don't know. I don't really care. Or Men in Black International. That looks terrible. It's Tessa Thompson and uh, Thor that, that looks terrible. I don't even know that I've seen the trailer for it. So Toy Story 4. Did you see no. the trailer for Terminator? No, I still haven't watched it. Looks like it might be okay. Mm. I think that's supposed to be a sequel to 2. I mean, that's the way. If Linda Hamilton is still alive, then it has to be. Because she's dead in the third one. Well, you know, time travel. This is true. Did you say Spider-Man? I did. You did. Uh, is, is, okay, is there a worse storytelling black hole to fall into than time travel? Well, here's the thing about time travel. You need to set up your own rules and then adhere to those rules. Yeah, but the thing with time travel is when you tell that story, you do it because you want to have shortcuts. Oh, yeah, of course. And that's fine. You just need to get me to buy into the rules of your universe and then don't break those rules. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. I've got no issue with that. I mean, time travel is not inherently bad, but you you just... So many people break that very staple. That's the only thing you have to follow. Lay out the rules in your movie for your universe and then don't break those rules. Mm -hmm. You're fine. Because time travel itself is a a ridiculous premise. But party on, dudes. It's fine. You know, 
I'm thinking about it now. I know we talked about it the other day amongst ourselves, which was an obvious mistake. But, Erica, why don't you give your thoughts real quick on the episode six, the finale of Game of Thrones, since we have been talking about it on this podcast? Uh, I think it was the best that it could have been for this season. Um, I think the shortcuts that they took were kind of bullshit. Um, I've talked about it so much over the last like week. I know. That it's just kind of like, eh. I know, but we have been talking no, about we it have on the been. show. We definitely so have I feel been. like we should close the book. Just a lot of shit didn't make any sense. Why wouldn't Grey Worm have just killed John after he killed Danny? Yeah. Why didn't the dragon kill John? Why did the dragon burn the throne? <laughs> that didn't make any sense. Pointy! You skipped. A pointy thing killed mom. Kill the pointy thing. Why did you skip like three weeks of what could have been very interesting political kind of intrigue? You could have showed me a couple scenes there. Bran on the Iron Throne is the dumbest fucking like conclusion ever. Uh, what did they? Oh well, he has Bran has the best story. The best no, he story. He doesn't even have the best story of like the th- the three people he's sitting by. So basically, George R R put himself on the throne. Basically. Well, George R.R. doesn't really have anything to do with the writing of these last couple seasons. So, I think he gave him like a basic, very, very basic outline. But When George R.R. says that if he doesn't finish the next book by like, what was it, next summer, you can lock him in a cabin until he finishes it or something. Did he say that? I think he said that. That's a dumb yeah. thing to say, man. What are the chances? Because people will fucking do that. <laughs> well, I was talking about this with a girlfriend of mine the other day, and it's like... He said a few years ago, I'm only working on Winds of Winter. I'm not working on anything else. And then, like, just this week, he was like, well... <laughs> I'm working on I'm working everything. on, like, literally everything else. And it was just like, you know what, dude? If you're having a hard time writing it, just come out and say that. I well, understand that. And the thing is, when you're writing hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages, you might just lose inspiration at some point and you got to wait to get it back. I complete, And that's something I completely understand. But don't keep saying, oh, it's my only focus. It's my only focus. Because no, you're a fucking liar. Because like, no. And I understand writer's block and that fucking sucks and it happens and it's very real. And I know he had a problem with like figuring out how to get Danny out of Marine in the books because why would she fucking leave? You know, I get that. But... I don't know. At this point, it's just like, just call me when they fucking come out if they ever do, because I just, I don't care anymore. Did you hear that apparently there, there there's a rumor that he is collaborating on a game with From Software? I feel like I did see that online. Which will apparently be announced at E3. That could be a, interesting. He's writing a game for From Software. That could be interesting. I'd rather him be writing Winds of Fucking Winter, but whatever, But at man. least this will get released. That's a fair point you got there, Alex. <laughs> but I got an ending. It wasn't satisfying. It was a garbage <laughs> ending. But, but I got an ending. Yeah. So. Well, and the other thing was like, why wouldn't the other kingdoms be like, can we be independent too? Why does the North get to be independent? Yeah, really. Once Sansa was like, we're out. It's like, wait, can that, we do that? That's an option. Can right. Do that? Like, fuck this then. Yeah, rule over the rubble, Bran the Broken. Like, we're going to go our own way. What a name, by the way. Right? That's not the title. Come on. Like, if you're, that's like, you know, you're at the gym playing basketball and someone gives you a nickname and it really sucks and you're like, please don't say that again. Coco. 
No, it's T-Bone. Yeah. It's Coco. I I did think it was a missed opportunity to do something really corny and have it time jump to an old Samwell writing A Song of Ice and Fire. Oh, but they gave you that. They gave you the book. Yeah. Which was so fucking stupid. The yes. only good part of that was the, oh, yeah, you're not in it. I don't think you feature in it. Which is also like, that doesn't make that any doesn't sense make either. doesn't make any sense at all. But whatever. It's like one of the three major players. Yeah, just dumb. Very dumb all around. And we talked about it on uh, Beyond the Red Waste, and we were like, I don't know that we would ever check something out by the D&D ever again, because it's just like, yeah. I thought, my, my feeling at the end of it was for how they set it all up, the previous five episodes of the season i thought they did the best job they could in the sixth episode yes but I agree. that's because you had five shitty episodes yes you're absolutely right but it, like bob said it was an ending it was an ending right it ended great what an endorsement but i am here for uh his dark materials no Oh. And I'm moderately intrigued by Watchmen. I don't know if I'm going to watch it because it's one of the guys who wrote Lost and we all know what a debacle that turned <laughs> out to be. But if it's set after the graphic novel, I- I'm intrigued. They got Jeremy Irons playing old uh, Ozymandias and that-, that intrigues me. Are you ready for the next season of Westworld next year? Yeah, I'll watch it. Aaron Paul. Really? Yeah. Yep. Ooh. Now we don't know how much he's going to be on the show. Still, though. But he's heavily featured in the trailer. Excellent addition. But it also looks like a trailer that could possibly have been one episode. But you mean usually they're only showing you stuff from the front half of the season anyway? Well, possibly. We'll see if they do time shenanigans again. Yeah, I hope not. I thought that really detracted from last season. Yeah, I hope they learned on that one. Yeah, because the first season that show was great, and I the second season didn't do much for me. Well, they very clearly wanted to set it up in a way because everyone figured out what was happening the first season because it made sense. And, and then the wrong second, with that, right? Exa- no, I'm with you. And then the second season, it was well, we don't want everyone to figure it out, so we're going to make it really convoluted, which just took away from the show. Well, and we've talked about this even in terms of like wrestling. If you're telling a good story, it you have the internet hive mind out there. They're going yeah. to figure it out. Millions of people are going to figure it and out. And they're discussing it ad nauseum and they're going through it with a fine-tooth comb because that's what we do these days because we're sad and obsessed. <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with that. Just tell the story that you wanted to. And they did, and it was a good story. Yeah. But then, like you said, you come in and you're like, well, we can't have that again. Why? Who cares? People still watched the show. You didn't go, oh, well, I figured out what's happening with the man in black and William, so I'm out. I'm not going to watch anymore. That's like yeah. not a thing that's going to happen. You still want to see it be executed. Right. Exactly. I've well, watched I've watched plenty of pro wrestling matches where I pretty much knew the outcome. I still wanted to see how they got there and the story they well, told. Well, how many mo- The first John Wick. Yeah, he's going to kill the shit out of everybody. Yeah. I'm not going to watch how avenge- he's doing it. He's going to avenge his dog. I think we know he's not going to lose. Right. Like th- I'm still watching the movie. I'm not going to be like, oh, I got this. I'm not. I'm walking out. It's just dumb. So. 
uh, what was the, I think there was like a couple other shows that they showed in that big preview of the shit they have coming up that I was like, oh, okay. I mean, it's HBO. They've always got good shit. Uh, we just started watching, I think we watched the first three episodes of Barry. Mm, that's over now. It just ended its second season. No, no, right? no, no. I mean, you watching it is over now. What do you mean? You have to watch The Shield. Oh, we can watch that as well. Did we say that on the podcast? We have Bob's going to watch the first three episodes of The How Shield. Th- I never agreed to this. This is a thing that is happening. And if he doesn't, we're just disregarding his taste forever. Oh. Well, I've already done that. Because so. this is Alex's... In your team photo for best Oh, television? this is the best TV show ever. There you go. For sure, without a doubt. There you go. And if it's not at least in your top three after watching it, Bob... You could just lose my phone number. <laughs> but we will watch a couple episodes. I've seen the whole show. I think it's great. Bob, somehow it passed Did by. not have a terrible final season like Game of Thrones. Had maybe the best final season ever. No, a solid finale, too. But. Bob. So yeah. Alex. You're going to watch The Shield. You know, I keep hearing that. And I don't know how I'm going to do that. When I've got, you know, so much gaming to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with your new headset that you're definitely not going to buy. <laughs> well, that's all I had. Erica, you got anything else? I think we've gone. Five no, hours, yeah. So yeah, I think we're good. good. Well, in that case, I don't know where Bob the dog is, but I'm going to go find him and. Hug them and hold them tight. This has been a Puma Knife production.